0: new york hey hey you guys welcome to another edition of the 914 sports podcast my name is frankie Fermonte. with me some of the crew we have tony voza
1: what up everyone
0: tony cohen what's up everybody and steven signori howdy Joe Diegis got grounded this week, so he's (laughs) going to have to miss the week. Um, It's okay, Joe. It it happens all the time. Um, So, yeah, we're going to get into some sports. We're going to miss Joe this week, especially during soccer. But let's kick it off. Let's get right into it, boys. Uh, The NFL Week 9 was not that great of a week. Subpar. Very, very disappointing after the last couple of weeks last couple of weeks have been awesome
2: very bad be- for my wallet too mm. because the packers didn't play on sunday
0: is that what it was yeah. i don't think that was to it be. you sure it wasn't because the patriots are on and losing to the jets right now <laughs> the
3: packers kicked me out of my survivor pool last week so that wasn't a good week for me either <laughs> all right how,
2: how long are you going to hold on to this tony probably until next year's survivor pool <laughs>
0: fair.
2: <laughs> fair just make sure you don't pick them
0: at all sounds about right Um, let's get into it. So our first game we're going to cover this week, uh, was a bit of a surprise, I guess, if you're not a believer, uh, the bills and the Seahawks, the bills, I call it an upset. I I think the bills pulled off an upset this week. What do you guys got?
1: So they were three point underdogs. So yes, it's an upset in that way, but I was on the opinion that that line was very wrong. They were in Buffalo. So I'll give it that. So Seattle had to come cross country for it. But I mean, Buffalo dominated this game from like start to finish. Like it was in the end, it was 44 34, but I, that was thanks to a few, uh, of those like garbage time touchdowns that Seattle kept pulling up. Um, Russell is numbers while high, uh, I think he fumbled a couple times, threw a couple picks, wasn't that great. Um, Josh Allen, again, was really good. Unfortunately, um, Bills. I think. I mean, we're watching the Patriots-Jet game right now. This is the deal. Those are the two bottom teams of the AFC East. Miami's playing nice, and we'll talk about them later. But I, I think the Bills pretty much solidified that their division win with this big win in Seattle.
3: Yeah, I agree. And I think the one thing I'm learning, I don't know if the Seahawks have the worst defense in football or if they just feel like they have the worst defense in football. Hey, uh, it, it's Jamal, Adams was, Jamal
1: Adams was back yesterday. What happened? I, I Yo, mean,
2: that guy's not a difference maker. That's the, one, that's the one move the Jets made that was actually a good one. Yeah. As crazy seems, as that sounds
3: it just seems like every week, even when the Seahawks win, that the other team just goes up and down the field and it's just a matter of trying to outscore them, but the Bills just didn't let that happen this week.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, because this is no this is no Legion of Boom defense. This is I think the only guy from that team that's on there still is uh KJ Wright, right? I didn't yeah. mean to I didn't um, mean to do the right right.
1: Technically. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I might I be the, to be honest. Yeah, I think that he's the only guy left from it.
2: Yeah, and I mean, they they put so much into their offense that their defense is not balanced at all. And this was the problem even in the beginning. Like, you can't expect – and this is probably what's going to plague Russell Wilson in trying to get the MVP. There's just way too much pressure on him. It's like when Dak was trying to put up all those points and even going back to, like, Tony Romo on the Cowboys when he was trying to put up all those points. Like, good defense is almost better as good offense because you give your offense a break to just kind of – like settle in for a second but josh allen was just he proved a lot of people wrong i think a lot of us on on the podcast don't really believe in josh allen he was having those great weeks in the beginning (laughs) 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 i guess i can't speak for voza um but i think that josh allen was having a bunch of really good weeks putting together a nice mvp campaign and then became the josh allen that we thought he was but this this game even though a lot of the credit has to go to seattle just be
0: Steve That's just wrong. froze, an yeah, absolutely
2: terrible defense. Josh Allen played really well. Yeah, Steve,
0: I, you froze in the middle of that, so I don't know if we got all that.
1: I, th- I think we did. I think it like went like super speed after to catch up. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll
0: find out. Basically, you were praising Josh Allen in case yeah. I can't fix that.
1: Steve, I going was. back to what you were saying though about Russell for the MVP, I think <laughs> it might have been. So, uh, someone tweeted it, and I think it kind of makes sense. This might be one of those years about. Um, the more deserving you're going to see the deserving player get it more than the better player like how Mike Trout should probably just win the MVP every year but they just give it to players they think are more deserving of it because they just and same thing with LeBron LeBron could win it every year but they give it to other guys because James Harden got it like oh he deserved it this year because of how good he was and bringing his team this way so that you might see that with Russell Wilson this year
2: Yeah, I'd agree. Well, at least he'll break his streak of not getting any MVP votes at all. Like, he's bound to get votes this year. So that's I think
1: that's what the deserving thing is. It's everyone's kind of like, well, Russell Wilson's never, like, gotten the respect he deserves in the MVP discussions. And, like, this year he might get it.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like, all those other years it was never his team. It was always, like, the defense's team. But this year it's very obviously Russell Wilson's team, whatever they do. This year is gonna is gonna go by how he plays. Uh, I also think it's worth noting too for the Buffalo Bills that for some odd reason Gabriel Davis pops up and scores like ridiculous fantasy points every week, just for no reason. And even when John Brown came back, Gabriel Davis still just producing, which is to me Josh honestly mind boggling. Josh Allen just throws to everyone, that's why. Yeah, he does. He's so random though, because even like even when you go down their list, like Stefan Diggs, like John Brown, even Cole Beasley, like they have name recognition. And Gabriel Davis is just like such a generic name, hasn't really like
1: Yeah, that's the thing though. Josh Allen's too stupid to like care about his number one receivers like (laughs) wanting the ball. He's just gonna throw it to whoever he can to get the touchdown. He's like
0: I was just gonna say it's not like Tom Brady where he throws to like fifteen different people a game. It's just oh look, guy in
1: my color jersey throw open throw ball yeah like he's you neither. know you
3: know every time I think of Josh Allen too I always think about the year that he was drafted. Do you think the Browns are kicking themselves
1: yet that they pick Baker over him? I mean, they're gonna tell they're gonna say no, but like yeah, I think obviously they would rather Josh Allen. I think, I think they still
3: should have went Barkley Josh Allen in that draft. I said it then. And well, yes,
1: they're still the stupidest team ever. They could have got the number one running back plus a. One of the top two quarterbacks, they then they would have gotten the second best quarterback,
0: yeah. And Josh Allen also, I think, would have been a spe- So, was he drafted before they got Odell or after? Would that be,
1: uh, no, before I Wait, think. what do you mean?
0: Before Wait, did they trade for Odell before or after that draft?
1: Uh,
0: after the draft, after, yeah, yeah. After Baker didn't
1: have Odell the first year,
0: yeah. Okay, because no, say, if
3: Josh Allen had Odell, this uh,
0: Odell would have Based on how that team is made up now, like say, okay, say they get say, say they go Saquon Josh Allen. First of all, you have Saquon Barkley, who I still think, if he comes back from injury, is probably a top three talented running back in the NFL. He stay healthy, maybe top four, um, based on health because and also based on Zeke's performance because I still think Zeke is unbelievable, but not I don't think he performs up to his talent level. Um, but the way that team is structured, like the Browns team, not to play like, what if Josh Allen on that Browns team, they would just go deep every play, like give it to Saquon or go deep every play. If that was what the Browns would end up being, because you would just have Odell or Landry just burning people all the time. Agreed. Um, so will that do it for what if?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's jump to uh, probably one of the weirder games.
3: This game made no sense at all. Uh, this game had me at the edge of my seat. And the no. Ochi, but not really.
0: Steelers-Cowboys. Snow-
3: it's Gary Gilly now, baby.
0: The uh, It's Je- – it's uh, what the fuck was I going to call him? It's Jerry Jeff, but both are spelt with Gs. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I had to try something uh,
3: That was worse yeah, than your West Ham joke from last Steelers, week
0: Steelers, Steelers, Cowboys I'm, Listen, you can't, they can't all win <laughs> I can't, I can't just be knocking them out of the park every week, boys Come on, give me a
2: break They can't all lose either <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, shut up, Steven <laughs> Zing <laughs> Um, Steelers, Cowboys was a fucking weird game I'm not gonna lie, I fucking I totally took a nap for the four o'clock hour. <laughs> so I have I had no idea what happened in this fucking game until I woke up. So do you guys want to talk about it?
1: Yeah, I mean Go ahead. I, you start Tony.
3: I actually paid more attention to the four o'clock games than I did the one o'clock, not just because the Cowboys were playing, but honestly this game made no sense to me, but it would have been the most Cowboys thing ever to beat the undefeated Steelers and they did they so cover? Far- yeah. Oh, yeah, by a mile. They were 14-point 14. 14. underdogs, yeah. It was ridiculous. No, but
0: what was the final?
3: Uh, they lost uh, by – 25-19. Yeah. 24-19, 24-19. Oh,
1: wow. yeah.
3: It was really close, up until the end, and then the Cowboys showed their true colors. But, I mean, I, it was a weird game because I feel like I don't even know why Pittsburgh was struggling to do anything to the Cowboys' defense. It just looked like they weren't running the same offense that they ran week in and week out. It's like they almost they played down to their competition and somehow made the Cowboys look like they had anything resembling a defense. And then on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, Gilbert did enough to basically not fuck up entirely and they just found a couple of holes and ended up putting some points up and, uh,
1: port- and your spe- your special team. I feel like every time the Steelers did score, it was like the Cowboys automatically got the ball at like at least the 50 cuz the kick returner just kept going Like, I don't know what Steelers' special team was doing, like, this whole game.
3: Yeah, I've got literally no idea. And, I mean, the Cowboys' special teams in general this year has been the only, like, good thing going for them. Even, like, Greg Deleg's been absolutely unbelievable this year. And if it wasn't for him, the Cowboys would score, like, zero points a game. Um, But, yeah, I I literally don't know what else to say about this game because I obviously didn't expect the Cowboys to even be in it. So, even watching it, I just kind of sat there and was like, huh, it's like – this is, huh. this is interesting. I guess guess I got to watch the whole game tonight.
1: Yeah, it was um, – I, I was saying this to Tony before, guys, but only the Cowboys would, like, to end the half, like, have a 54-yard field goal, like, miss <laughs> yeah. really badly. But the other team luckily gets a false start and then nails a 59-yard field goal.
0: like
3: Right on, right that, on. That Ryan. would only
1: happen to the Cowboys or the Giants. I think, like, it was either last year or the year before, the Giants lost, like, eight games by, like – bomb field goals all over 55 points. <laughs> um but the the Cowboys just I don't know. They're still what? A game back of the NFC East? Yeah, I first mean first
3: place still. That's that's what's crazy. I've like given up hope on the season but like they could still win the division. It's just like it's easily too. They're so only bad. I think like a game out.
0: You want to hear some <laughs> fucking wild shit though? All right, you ready for this? I don't re- I don't remember who tweeted it so I apologize. It was somebody with a check mark so they- they'll get over it. Uh the Eagles at whatever they are, three, four, and one or whatever the hell, like whatever three they're doing, like it, yeah. have a 79% chance of winning that division. The 8 0 Steelers only have a 72% chance of winning their division. <laughs> Beautiful. That's insane.
3: I can't even believe the Eagles like percentages that high.
0: I, I mean that that's more on how bad the other teams are. Well, and that true. it's it's that tie. That tie, I think, throws a monkey in yeah. Inside.
1: Yo, the Giants, like right now, I think the the Eagles are like overwhelming favorites to win their division. And like I would put money on like the Giants to win just because like they're only a game back. Like, what if it happens? Like that's where you're gonna make some money, luckily. Throw it on the other three teams. Maybe the maybe Carson Wentz gets hurt. Like that division has been just nah, so damn
2: snake bitten. That would be bad for the rest of the division because Carson Wentz is the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life. And I think if he gets hurt and Jalen Hurts comes in, Jalen Hurts is going to like kill everybody in the division.
1: <laughs> the Eagles are only three and a half point favorites this week.
3: Steven, did Giants. you, did you not watch Ben DiNucci play last week? Because
2: <laughs> He is definitely the worst
3: quarterback I've ever seen. No, yeah, I don't know. Guys...
2: Based off of like expectations versus what they actually are. Carson Wentz in my book is horrible. I think Kirk
3: Cousins hasn't beat there to be honest, but I'll give you, Carson Wentz is not a good quarterback. And honestly, I don't, I still, I would honestly start leaning towards the fact that the Giants might win the division. I'm only saying that because Joe's not on the podcast this week. Mostly because, like, <laughs> to me, the Cowboys are still the best team in this division on paper. But without Dak, it's clear that, like, Gilbert's not taking this team to the playoffs, I don't think. I think Washington's still very bad. And I think the Eagles just always get in their own way. So I just can't buy into a team that is, plays that way. So maybe the Giants will surprise us. Who the fuck knows?
2: Hey, man, I think, I think the Cowboys – if the Cowboys defense can play that way every week, I think you guys have a chance to win the division.
3: But I don't even think the division – I, like... I,
2: I wouldn't even say that the Steelers played down to the Cowboys. I just thought that the Cowboys came out with so much tenacity on the defense. And even the offensive side too. Like you have to give credit to Garrett Gilbert. Uh, it looked like with Ben DiNucci they, they rolled the playbook back and didn't run really what they ran with Dak. And it looked like with Garrett Gilbert, he it looked like he was replacing Dak with the same playbook that they ran with Dak.
3: Yeah, I was going to say. And I got to
2: give credit, too, to Kellen Moore because I give him so much shit. And I know you do, too, Tony. But he actually called a pretty good game yesterday. Yeah, got to give him him credit.
3: I agree. And the thing with Gilbert was that he just looked comfortable the entire game. So I think that's why they trusted him. The one thing I did see, though, is – I. Do not hold me to every word that I'm about to say, but apparently Kellen you know Moore No, we will.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> Kellen,
3: Kellen Moore and Garrett Gilbert and Cooper Rush at some point were teammates with each other, and now Kellen Moore is the coach with Cooper Rush and Garrett Gilbert at the time competing for the starting job. Why are we supposed to hold you to that? Cuz I don't know if anything I just said was actually fact or not.
0: I mean <laughs> the fact the fact that you've maybe heard that is more than enough for me to believe it because those are three names that i could give a fuck about (laughs) yeah
2: i'm definitely gonna go and look this up later and if i find like a a nice wholesome picture of them (sighs) together um, Uh on like the cowboys practice field that will be a post on our instagram you got it and voza what you yelling
1: about over there bud the jets are about to go into the fucking half up 20 to 10 on the damn patriots
0: I think I'm going to I, I might kill myself on the podcast tonight.
1: <laughs> you?
2: That's a good thing, man.
0: Uh, yeah, well, not, actually – Not
2: that you'd kill yourself on the podcast, but the fact that your team is going to get a better draft pick than the Jets. It's going to be need... so funny when Adam Gase gets to keep his job because of this. I can't wait to
3: hear his press conference after he beats <laughs> the Patriots. <laughs> I bet you Adam Gase is going to pull some shit too, be like, yeah, Tom Brady played pretty well today we still beat him.
0: So we, <laughs> this is what we need. I need to lose – if the Patriots lose out, that means the Jets beat them twice, and we just need the Jaguars to win one more game. And then my father, the Patriots wait, get Trevor Lawrence.
1: My father has like pretty much told me like he's not like he's like I'm done with the Jets. Like I don't want to like deal with them until like I can until I see something turn around.
0: So he's, he's this, never watching the Jets ever again. This poor man just texted
1: me. Can you believe this? The Jets are fucking idiots. Like my poor father. <laughs> can, every time, like. This, but he's right though. Like he's so used to the Patriots just throwing it down our damn throats, and now it's like the year we need to lose to them. Oh uh, no, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're up ten at half on them. <laughs>
3: oh They'll God. find a way to
2: lose. God. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I, I do have some parting words for the Cowboys Steelers. Obviously, we're talking about Garrett Gilbert, and it, that probably means that Ben DiNucci will never see the field again, which also yeah. means that I'm not going to be able to say. Dominic DeCoco. So I just wanted to say it one last time as a part of our <laughs> listeners. I, I it it is upsetting. Dominic DeCoco.
0: It is upsetting. No more Dominic DeCoco. No more Nooch Nation. Like, literally, the, probably the best football name in a couple of years. And it's all down the drain after one week. Sad. So, That's thanks, the ben. thanks for the memories, Ben.
3: Maybe the Jets will pick him up next year. He Justin, could be Trevor Lawrence's backup.
1: Justin Fields, here we come.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's jump. Uh, we, we touched on both of these teams a very little bit. Uh, th- this was a very much a game like Eagles-Cowboys last week where it wasn't good, but somehow you couldn't look away from it. It was one of those games. Giants and the Washington football team was not good. Um. Yeah. What do you guys got on this? Kyle Allen, Uh,
1: speedy recovery. That man screwed his ankle up real bad. Um, That looked kind of Dakish almost. I think it was similar. It being a dislocated ankle, but uh, that wasn't great. Um, Yeah, no. Alex Smith came in and, you know, God bless him. He was at a really bad injury, but I think he might want to retire also. Uh, He did not look good either coming in this game. I think he had. Five. There were there were five turnovers. I think he threw three picks. Um, Washington probably should have won this game. Like they were driving down the field again at the end of the half, and they just Alex Smith threw one of the worst picks I've ever seen in my life. Like I thought the Giants were on offense.
0: He, so the thing with Alex Smith is I feel like he's he's there basically out of goodwill at this point. He recovered enough to play again. They got him on the field. Like, he didn't die yet. Nothing, nothing happened to his leg. They can't start him every week because he. Not. I feel like he's a ticking time bomb to get crushed and something happened to his leg. Uh, he was kind of there out of goodwill. And he's been in the league long enough where he's a good guy to have around those guys. I, I think they thought of him more as like a Mentor. Coach, a coach that suits up. Yeah, kind of like and the
1: that, Jets did with like, Josh McCown, but then Josh McCown yeah. had to play.
0: Yeah, but I think Josh McCown was well more – well oh, yeah, better, better than Alex play. Smith. So, yeah, it, it's kind of rough to watch that, to watch Alex Smith have to play, especially in the condition that he's in because somebody else got hurt catastrophic – not to say catastrophically, but catastrophically.
3: I feel like Alex Smith, like, just went into, like, a time portal and just kind of, like – froze for four years while he was recovering and then just came back exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, no, he on,
0: was better when he got hurt. I
3: don't know. He still
1: seems the same to me. He just can't move as well. On the other side, Daniel Jones just does not know how to hold the football, does he? Like, he throws – He. I think actually – I'm sorry, because this, this was like the first game he hasn't thrown a pick in, uh, all season. But, like, I feel like he. you can count on him to fumble the ball or something – in the most inopportune times for your team like he is a king of that
0: yeah (laughs) like it's just it's it's unbelievable that he is still a starting quarterback with the the amount of turnovers he has it's it's incredible you guys are laughing at what happened
2: no so sorry you'll find out later in the goddamn podcast
3: I had to go to – well, you're supposed to be giving me advice, fuckface. Where's
2: my advice? I don't even want to talk to you. Right? All right. Yeah. All, right. Got All I want to you say about on. this game is that – I think these, you made my are decision two, for me. <laughs> these are, oh, my God. These are two teams in limbo. Daniel Jones doesn't know how to play the game of football. And according to Ron Rivera, he doesn't know, or I guess it's uh, his his and his coaching staff job t- – oh, See you later, Steve. Figure Steve it first. out if the oh, franchise is. quarterback is even on the roster.
0: Steve, hmm. upgrade your Wi-Fi, would you? Your Wi-Fi has been terrible this episode. Not great, Bob. He says, uh, and then he just doesn't say anything, Thanks, <laughs> so we don't man. know. We he's don't know if he froze. We don't know if he froze again or not because he just stopped yeah, he's talking. And he's
1: moving and winking, so I don't know. If he's just not listening.
0: Okay, Steve's still here. Let, let's move on from this game because we just went Yo, off the game of the rails. week. Can we talk about game of the week? Let's get into let's get into the quote unquote game of the week.
3: So this is this is twofold. One, hey uh voza, fuck the cards, but that's actually not what I really want to shit on you for, anyway. Um, our bets becoming more and more pointless, if you ask me. Well, because the cardinals still stink and the bears still stink now.
1: they're both five and three.
3: That's why it's like a fun bet, but now both are gonna like finish six and ten. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's <just> not really
1: <laughs> fun. Okay. Speak for your own team. Like my team isn't going to finish. Like my team's one game out of, out of first place.
3: All right. Well, anywho, where I really want to go with, and then you can, t- we'll talk about the Cardinals is, um, I'm going to start to bipartisan my, uh, Feelings about the Bears. So right now I've been 100%
0: a Bears fan on this Tony, party. Tony, Tony, hold on. Wow, you, you cannot not da- there, there is, one, there's no way you know what bipartisan means. after <laughs> yeah, Based on you where know. this was going. <laughs> yeah, I you
3: have very, I no fucking I didn't idea. use the word right at all. No, I mean,
0: you did not.
1: You I know could have I, gone with bifurcate.
3: Bifurcate, split. that's the one I was going for. We're going to bifurcate my 100% allegiance. And or you could have 80, just distant. Now. I'm distancing myself from the Bears. No, I'm not, it's not even that I'm distancing myself. No, I get myself. what he's
1: saying. He's saying like he's going to be now like 50% Bears fan, 50% Dolphins. Yeah, are, I'm now going to ride the Cowboys Dolphins
3: fan. until yeah, pretty much. I'm going to like ride the Dolphins till I die now and part of it is because my cousins and my uncles are like Dolphin fans, so I feel like I, need, I am keeping it in the family, but they are fucking for real right now and if it wasn't for the Bills running away with this division, like this would have been the year for them to do this because They are just very good on both sides of the ball. They showed it that they could keep up with an offensive juggernaut like the Cardinals. Like, Kyler Murray played literally out of his mind.
1: Out of his mind.
3: And, like, they still kept up with him. Like, Murray literally went 21 of 26 and then rushed for 100 yards. Like, that's absolutely absurd. And the Dolphins still kept up with him. Their defense still kept up. The thing that's going to kill the Cardinals this year, and that's why I don't think they'll go 6 and 10, but their defense is just they're or, not good and they like, have good players
1: on that defense i don't know what the hell is going on like they have the top safety in the league in buda baker yeah. they've got the they've got good corners i, I mean i guess their linebacker plays not that great apparently but it's just every time i looked over it i felt like tua was just picking apart their corners
2: yeah they made tua look like he's been in the league for 10 years I feel like this is going to be tony's Uh, reasoning for all the teams that he picks from now on. So when he jumps on bandwagons, it's not because he's jumping on it because they're good. It's because some family member in some state is a fan of that team. Time out this one. That's his reason to, to become a fan of that team. This one, this one, you learned the bear down song. You should have stuck with them. I don't like you putting giving giving out your fandom, like. uh...
3: Listen, two things. One, the, the dolphin fans are seven minutes from my house. But where I was going with this is bear down, fins up. It works so well that I could come up with a new
2: song. (laughs) Everything you say on this podcast to me is just going to suck after what we're going to go over in the soccer part of it. So anything you say, I'm just going to go totally negative on you the whole time.
0: That's okay. I, uh, I would just like to point out that I am very disappointed in this turn of events, especially after fully endorsing the bears. And picking a side.
3: Well, since what? you picked, so- okay, have they won a game yeah. since you picked? What's their record?
0: I mean, you're welcome, Vosa.
3: Can
2: you um, jump off?
1: I think they're 0 and three, right? No, yeah. no.
2: Let's jump go. off my bandwagon. Wait, Tony, I don't want if, you here. If they Find come down, to- bear sir, up. If they bring back Mitch, will you then take take away your fifty percent dolphins fandom oh. and give it back to the Bears?
3: Yeah, first off, I only gave the Dolphins twenty percent. But yes, I will go full Bears. I still will support the Dolphins in the background. But full Bears, if they take fucking foals out of the game, we'll talk about it in quick hits though. Because he stinks.
2: Yep. Gotcha. Garbage.
3: He reeks of the Eagles.
1: Uh, are we anyway, getting- I don't know how Z- – just back to this game, I don't know how Zane Gonzalez missed that 49-yard field goal to tie the game to send it to overtime.
3: Did you see, like, his face too after he kicked it? He was like – He was like, like – he I- like-
1: He's like, wait, what? Like, it's not like it was a 55-yarder, like – it was forty nine yards, like, and it was perfect, right down the middle. I think everybody was kind of like, "Wait, wait, what just happened?" Like, it wasn't like it hit. I don't. I don't think it hit the bar either. It was like a few yards
3: short of. It, yeah, it just fell short. You know what it remind me of? You remember when you used to play Madden and used to like click the meter too low, and it would just fall just short of the yeah. post? That's exactly what that was.
1: Yeah, it, it was.
3: It, and he's got a leg too, so I was pretty surprised by that, to be honest.
1: Yeah. No, it was definitely. Um- because I, I was that one, I was also watching on my phone because I was on my way back home and like, I was like, all right, they'll kick the field goal, we'll tie it, send it to overtime. Kyle will score on the first drive. That's what it is. Because I was like, Cardinals minus five and a half. So like, I was banking on that. And then all of a sudden, it's like, missed the field goal. I was like, what, he shank it? So I, like, immediately went to Twitter to look at the play. It's like, no, nah, he just kicked it short. And I was like,
3: very anticlimactic. The one thing I will say though is, these are two teams that are going to be really fun for the next few years because you can tell that they're, like, putting the pieces together now around their, like, franchise quarterback. So, it'll be yeah. nice to have some different teams at the top of the league as opposed to it always being the Pats. I mean, the Steelers are still at the top of the league and they, they're, they like, one of those teams. But it's fun seeing, like, the league shift a little bit to the teams that were used to being, like, dog shit for so long actually <laughs> starting to play well.
0: Yeah, sure. Whatever you say. To. <laughs> Anyways, let's uh, let's get into the last game. We're gonna cover in full, even though we kind of quick hitted the last two. So this is gonna be. I told you guys going into this, this was not a good week. So uh-huh. let's uh, let's jump to my beloved <laughs> Las Vegas charge, uh, Las Vegas Chargers. <laughs> Jesus Christ, my beloved Las Vegas Raiders. And the Los Angeles Chargers. I almost called them the San Diego Chargers. I am not having a good day, guys. Please talk about this fucking game because I, I need a minute.
3: I I will talk about this game. The fact. Uh, oh, the I'm Char- sorry.
0: Real quick, uh, Raiders best five and three team in the league.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> so I bet the Chargers going against Vos's advice. Told you, bad, to take the Raiders. Bad move, but God, we talk about this every week that the poor Chargers can't close. Two plays in a row, two heartbreaks literally on the last two plays of the game where the guy caught the ball, came down, and dropped it.
1: Why are you throwing your third string tight end um, on, yeah. a, on a fade route on uh, the last play of the game? Like, you got Keenan Allen. You have Mike Williams, who's freaking huge. You have uh, Hunter Henry, and you're throwing it to the third string tight end on a fade route into the opposite end zone. I I don't I don't get it. This is the whole thing when coaches get too cute and want
3: to like try to trick the defense and instead they just look like idiots. Charger's gonna charger.
1: Oh yeah. my god, but it Herbert, was bad. I like so I really like Herbert. Um I got real nervous. I thought he screwed up his Achilles. Uh mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like third quarter-ish. It was when they scored the touchdown to make it 28-26. Because yeah. then they he didn't he wasn't in for the two-point conversion. And everyone on Twitter immediately was freaking out. And then he came in the next drive. Um, Herbert's great. He's he's fantastic. I think he's the more I watch him, I'm, the more I'm just getting ready for my Offensive Rookie of the Year bet to lose uh, for Joe Burrow because barring some kind of injury, Joe Herbert should win this because he's just – he's a better quarterback, I think, at this point. Joe, at- Burrow, Joe Burrow, I think, still can become the better guy. It's just based on touchdown numbers. Herbert has the better weapons, I think, that are helping him.
3: Yeah, and I think Herbert looks more comfortable, I feel like, in an NFL offense. I don't really watch college football, so I don't know why
1: that is the case, but – I think it's the weapons around him. Uh, I think it's the line – Mm -hmm. You have Keenan Allen's better than the number one on uh, Cincinnati. If you want to say it's Tyler Boyd or A.J. Green or T. Higgins. Uh, Hunter Henry is a great uh, weapon for him. And Mike Williams is just a a beast you're able to throw the ball up to and he can just grab it wherever. So I think that, I think the line really helps not having to scramble for your life uh, like Joe Burrow kind of does. Really changes the way you look comfortable in an nfl setting
3: yeah definitely makes sense i do think
2: i think we talk about burrow and herbert so much too because their offenses that they ran in college were very pro-style offenses and i think the only reason why kyler murray has gotten away with not being in a pro-style offense is because cliff kingsbury pretty much running the same exact college offense that they ran in oklahoma so
1: I switching to the Raiders real quick. I when are they going to get respect? Like Frankie said, it they're the best five and three team, but like never. they were underdogs again against the Chargers. Like
2: they will never get,
1: I think respect. they're their favorites this week against the Broncos. But like, I mean, they're a good team. Like Josh Jacobs is a very good running back. Uh, Jerry Judy, uh, not Jerry Judy, excuse me, Henry Ruggs, great wide receiver. Nelson Aguilar is having himself a year with uh, Derek Carr, like he's catching everything. Uh, long touchdown after long touchdown. Raiders are a good team. Um are they gonna are they they're probably gonna make the playoffs, I think, uh in probably the not AFC. Not. And I, I, I think people have to start giving them a little respect. I would I love
0: just... I would love to see them like make the playoffs and then like I, I could see them making the playoffs and being like in and out but I would love for them to actually like get a win in the playoffs and just be like, "See, we fucking told you we're good."
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I just feel like a flashy team. That's obviously. what I was gonna
0: say. I think
3: they're just kind of boring, to be honest. And I just think that everyone kind of wrote them off because Gruden kind of came in and was supposed to turn that team around instantaneously, and it obviously took a little bit of time. So I feel like by the time he's doing it now, everyone's already like, eh, "It's just just Gruden mm-hmm. and the Raiders."
2: I feel like they're. They're the Titans before the Titans got respect because the Titans were in a very similar situation where it's like no one really gave them credit because they were boring because they were just, all right, they're just going to run Derek Henry up the gut every single play. This is boring. I don't want to watch this shit, which is pretty much the same stuff that the Raiders do because they do all the Josh Jacobs uh, runs and then Henry Ruggs like like sweeps coming around the coming around the line. Um, but I think yeah, if they get some if they get some wins this playoffs, and they start making some noise, I think that they can gain that respect. But I think it's very similar to the way that the Titans had to go in somewhere and just like beat the shit out of somebody, someone that no one thought that they could beat, and then they'll start getting their recognition there. And also too, I I, I appreciate the Raiders and I kind of have a soft spot for them too because I feel like they're still kind of like the. Not dirty in a way of playing like in a bad way, but just like still a dirty team. And so I kind of like that they still play with that kind of aggressiveness that a lot of the NFL doesn't really play with anymore. Like, I don't know if you guys saw one of the plays yesterday, but Jonathan Abram came from the safety position and just like crushed one of the Chargers players. I think it was Joshua Kelly, that Joshua Kelly was just got cracked. And then just laid there, and he didn't move for like a few se- a few seconds. And I was like, "Damn, is this guy okay?" He had, he got up and like ha- like had to walk over to the sideline. Looked like he got the wind knocked out of him, and came back in a few plays later. But just like that type of tenacity, I really like from from NFL teams.
0: Yeah, and you really you're absolutely right. You I feel like you never get that kind of play anymore, um, mostly because most teams are I think afraid to get penalized for it. Yeah. Which it, that's a leak thing more than anything, but whatever. Yeah. Um so we get on the beloved 5 and 3, best team, best 5 and 3 team uh Raiders.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I yep. I, do, I do want to add quick for the Chargers that again, I watched the game with my brother and <laughs> I patted him on the thigh and I said, "Sorry, Scott." <laughs> Cuz Chargers are going to charge. You.
0: Stop. definitely
2: do we have are, do
3: any of you guys watch big bang theory no. Do so. no so yeah so i just started i'm new to this so i'm in like the beginning of season three but i just imagine at the end of this game like they're just being a chargers fan and then just sheldon going up to him and just being there,
2: there every time we <laughs> they're
3: there <laughs> sorry now i'm
0: done <laughs> what a fucking dork <laughs> all right anyway Let, let's Let's breeze right through these games before we get to a couple of uh, new new sports that we don't really cover. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Titans-Bears.
2: Oh, yeah. We can go through this one real fast because uh, Tony's not even a Bears fan anymore. So, uh, Calm the fuck down. Number one. Bears suck.
1: Th- they're just bad. They're no, Bulls suck. Bulls suck. suck.
2: Fins
3: down. Bear up. They Bulls suck. Foles sucks.
1: The Their Bears offense is just so
3: boring.
2: Dude, Foles doesn't also run the ball and catch the ball too. Well, right?
3: Montgomery also got
2: hurt. So yeah, He, Foles, he had Montgomery a stupid has fumble.
0: A, he has a concussion. They but, said uh, Montgomery has a concussion. But I'm
3: not about to say that the Bears receivers aren't doing anything when they have Nick fucking Foles trying to throw him the ball. It, it's just crazy to me that they took out Mitch, who you could argue whether or not he's the you know, quarterback of the future – but how the fuck do you take him out for a guy that uh, feels like he's fifty years old, even though he's not, and he's literally got a QBR now under fifty, and he's still fucking playing.
1: Super Bowl MVP though.
2: Because Matt Nagy didn't want to get fired on the on the Mitch Trubisky hill. Yeah, but like, what's he wasn't your... gonna die on that thing again? Okay, so he now... already got he probably already almost got fired last year. Based off of how bad the Bears were, but really based off of how bad the offense was under Trubisky. So he gave him a chance, but that was probably like the shortest leash in the NFL. So like the second he had a bad game, that was it. Especially with Nick Foles winging in the wings. It's That's um, why I almost
3: think you should have went Foles first. Then it makes no sense to start Mitch for whatever four, guys, or five. Both games.
1: these quarterbacks suck. It doesn't
3: matter. Yeah, they Mitch, both. Do Mitch stuff. Mitch is better than Foles. I hope the Bears get a real quarterback next year, and they could just obliterate everybody. Yeah, no, and the uh, are still lose. Some, that they
1: better lose some games, otherwise, it's not going to happen.
3: They'll find one in the draft. Don't worry. Dak got drafted in the fourth round.
1: Yeah, this is the Bears. This is the team that drafted Mitch Trubisky third overall. You're oh. talking about.
3: Yeah, that's a good point. I forget sometimes what I'm discussing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that was in the same up. draft as Mahomes, too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah about. What feels like 150 picks before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, might, it might as well be 150 picks before. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of teams that don't know how to draft quarterbacks with like the third overall pick, I think it was second overall.
1: No, no, no. Blake Bortles was third.
0: He was third, right? Yeah. I'm Guys, sorry. put
3: some respect on Bortles' name, man.
0: Uh, He'd be Texan- great with the
3: Bears. This Texans- is a
0: <laughs> Texans Jags, boys. Texans Jags. What do you got? Fuck
1: Please. the Jags. Fuck, Fuck you, Martin. Texans. Fuck the team that's gonna try and take <laughs> my this number one pick away.
0: Texans. Hey, hey, hey! Let the Pats try to take it away first.
1: No, you guys aren't gonna take it away. It's gonna be the Jags, okay. if anything. The Patriots are driving right now, so let's go, Pats. Win this stupid game, so my Jets can stick around and get the number one pick, please. Like every year, the Jets lose, but not this year. This is the year the Pats wanna be, wanna let
0: the Jets win. Fuck you guys. It is gonna be. So, <laughs> it's gonna be so. Just so exciting for the Jets to trade the first pick to the Pats just to just to just rub it in Vose's, rub it right in his face, rub his nose in it like he did fucking mess on the carpet. Anyway,
1: the Texans, Jaguars, both bad teams. Um,
0: <laughs> right. That's I mean, what the, the
1: fact that the Jaguars even like were in this game, like, I don't know what the hell the Texans were doing. Like, who's the Jet- Jaguars quarterback? What was his name? Jake Lutton. Jake, like, what the fuck are you doing, Romeo? He actually <laughs> looks
2: bad, though. I know, but like, what and the, the Texans fuck are, is Romeo uh, doing? The Texans are a mess, man. Yeah, they're, they're probably the worst, the worst setup team because they also traded their first-round pick to the Dolphins. Uh-huh, the, so do- the Dolphins, number Dolphins seven, right now man. are set Se- for like the Seventh number- pick yeah. the Dolphins get. Yeah. All right, Why?
0: guys, hear me out. I know that we're going to sign Aaron Rodgers in the offseason or <laughs> we're going to draft Trevor Lawrence. Can we mute him? I wish we I- could. He's the host. <laughs> <laughs> uh in all honesty, seeing how the the playbook with Cam looks like, besides Cam just making me want to pull the little bit of hair I have left out, I would not hate Deshaun Watson on the Patriots. Just I, so you, you
1: just want every quarterback? Like, yeah, no, so gonna, why don't the I Chiefs know, give you Mahomes too? I, I know <laughs> I'm only going to
0: get one. I'm, if I'm being actually realistic... Watson is probably the most realistic one out of all the three that I've said on the podcast.
1: Frankie, Bill O'Brien's no longer there. Maybe yeah. you had a chance if yeah. he was still the coach.
0: But see, here's the thing I have faith that the Texans are still going to fuck it up. Anywho,
3: move on but- to a, yeah. a terrible game that cost me more dollars.
0: Uh, let, you. Let's, let's wait on it. Let's let's do Chiefs Carolina first because this was. Oh, he wants driving. to he
1: wants to give his boy a little more time.
0: No, because I think give that we should boy. go. I think we should go boy. in chronological order. That was the night Dang. game, so sure, we'll do sure, that last. Sure. All right, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs Carolina, Carolina better than yeah. it had any right to be.
2: Yo, I said that Carolina Panthers were going to be better than what everybody thought they were. And they're better than what everybody thought they were. Except yeah. now they're not
0: going to be anymore because uh, Christian McCaffrey's, McCaffrey's hurt again.
3: Hurt again. Steven's like the rational one out of me and him because, like, I thought the Bears were going to be good this year, so I rode them, like, to the end of the earth. Steven thought the Panthers <laughs> were good, and he's just like, you know, they'll be pretty good. That's all he throws in each week. Yeah, you're, le- like, you're learning
2: like, songs and shit, and I'm just the here ball like – yeah, the Panthers look okay this week.
3: Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, like you're probably just as right as I am on it, but I just keep talking about the Bears.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, once you once you learn the song, you're in you're in it for good.
3: Do the Panthers have a song?
2: No. No, they but just they just the bang the drum. They bang the drum. I was gonna say, yeah, I keep think pounding. They bang the drum and they keep...
3: I do wish the Bears would have done that. That would have saved me a lot of time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're too new of a franchise. They, they didn't have Fight songs when the the Panthers were a team.
1: Chiefs uh, offense still cooks. You know, defense then, defense better figure it out though.
3: They definitely need to figure it out. The only thing is that this year, like the only team I imagine them giving them fits in a, I don't even know. I guess they're on the same side, right? Steelers are on in the AFC too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like that's the only team I could see them giving giving them fits because they can score and play defense. But like every other team in the NFL this year, just seems like they can't play defense.
0: Or hear me out. The best five and three team in the league, division rival. There's no, they did, no, beat, they did, they did <laughs> beat them hey, once man. already. Yeah, yeah that's the once, one loss they had. Yeah,
3: once in the last time. There's no way the Raiders beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. I'll
1: literally yeah, i'm I'm with tony I'm, i i i'm still waiting for that second game of that series because i'm just gonna hammer the chiefs
3: oh yeah like that's although i did that with the bucks and we saw how that went so
1: that's a little different <laughs> speaking
3: but
2: of, speaking of that
0: speaking
3: oof, of that woof, frankie what, tell, what, tell us about what, grandpa
0: tom what i'm ready
2: just grew five years <laughs> after that game
0: okay i tampa bay might be the weirdest team in the league because their losses they look like they shouldn't even be a fucking football team and then their wins they look like they're the best team on the planet.
3: Yeah, that was well. Said. There's no like, there's
0: no in between. They don't play like okay games. They play great or they play terrible.
1: Look at this circle. Green Saints shit on the Bucks. Bucks shit on the Packers. Packers shit on the Saints. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Nothing <laughs> makes sense in in the, the NFC. The NFL right is extremely NFC, unpredictable. I mean, like, holy shit. Uh, Tom Brady was horrendous yesterday. Like, so
2: I haven't seen Tom Brady play that bad ever. His face, too, is like he was even like just – he didn't know what to do man like i think it was after the fourth turnover i think it was the one where he was trying to throw the dump off pass and it got picked off by the lineman and uh, they panned it to him and he just was like like stopped in his tracks and he just did the look around like what the fuck is going on right now (laughs) like this can't uh, be happening
0: that was the worst loss of his career yeah really yeah
2: do you know the apparently
0: that's the only time he's ever been swept
3: too
1: Yes, first time in 19 years he's been swept by
2: the well. I
0: mean, what the fucking Jets were gonna sweep, yeah, them? Come who, on. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, fair, but
2: and then every Jet fan's gonna be like, Well, in
0: 2009, 2010, we were a really good team, and we made it <laughs> twice yeah. in 2010, yeah. <laughs> you and you beat played them twice, isn't that when you played? Oh, no, that was the year after you played Matt Castle, or the year, yeah, the year after Matt Castle was the starter,
1: yeah. That was that was the Bart
2: Scott year, mm-hmm. uh, can't wait.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fucking I, the wait. Here. I
2: love that I love that meme that was, can't,
1: I, I, can't I, wait. I know we now, lost I know we lost to the Steelers but like That Jet game beating the Patriots Was like one of my fonder moments Like of watching the Jets Like me and my father were just absolutely going crazy Together like I mean,
0: <laughs> He did fuck up he said can't wait He actually meant keep waiting <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> See um, we're
0: back on track I'm funny again
1: Buck set a record, though, in this game yesterday, another record. Lowest amount of rushes
2: ever in a game, five.
1: They only rushed
2: five times?
1: And that included
2: a knee at the end. Yeah, man. Ronald Jones' draft stock. (laughs) In fantasy, he was killing it, and now it's just a bad game. It was just a bad game. Steven
0: keeps talking about fantasy, scene. I don't appreciate it. I said something about fantasy once. You've said it, that's the third time in this podcast you've brought up fantasy.
1: No way. Yes, Maybe Tom Brady it, was yes, playing you about. You talked about the Bills oh, guys Davis. scoring. Gabriel Davis. Or twice I think he's talked about it.
3: Maybe Brady was playing himself in fantasy. Ever think of that?
1: Possibly. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> while we're on fantasy, I know we don't talk about fantasy. I played Steven in the one league that I'm playing for money this year. And oh, I started man. Tom Brady over Aaron Rodgers, so yeah, <laughs> I could have started Aaron Rodgers, and I still would have lost. By How like
1: much did you lose points. by? Like, a lot, like
0: a hundred points almost.
1: If you, I would say, if you started Rodgers, would have made. If a I difference. started
0: Rodgers, it still would have been like by sixty.
2: Okay, that's that takes the burn off.
0: My 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 team is terrible, in my one Frankie,
2: game. you lost by sixty-five points. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that that this is that's is way crazy. too long about. Yeah, let's uh, move
0: But that's enough about fantasy, and I we only talk funny.
2: about it when I beat the shit out of Frankie.
0: Shut up, stupid. That'll do it. That'll do it for uh, regular football too. Let's move on to something we very rarely talk about outside of Tony Vosa's one minute drill. Tony
1: fucking loves.
0: Let's. Nobody else
1: loves. To
0: college football, that Tony Vosa will probably talk about the entire time, and then we'll chime in with the little bit that we know.
1: All right, Tony Um, Vosa. So college football this weekend. It was great. All the leagues were back. There's still some cancellation in games due to COVID. But it really felt great to have the Pac 12 back, Mountain West back. Every division was in play this weekend. Uh, Maxim was last week, six games on Wednesday night. That just was awesome. There will be football every single night going forward until I think like December. Maxim plays on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, college football and NFL on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sundays the NFL. Every night we will have football for the rest of this year. Um, so let's jump into some of the games. Uh, number nine, BYU, the Mormons, back at it again. They just obliterated Boise State. Boise State was number 21. This was BYU's like last like statement game they could make because the rest of their schedule this year isn't great. So they really had to come out and beat Boise State. So they did that 51-17. They're going to need a lot to go right for them to make the college football playoff. But – the program's moving in the right direction. And
3: I, Boise State, though, has an awesome fucking field.
1: That field is – so for those blue, of who don't know, Boise State though. plays on the blue turf. They didn't wear blue jerseys this week, like, which is stupid because that's when, like – I swear, defenders, like, lose guys because yeah. the jerseys, like, blend into the field and the defenders just, like, go cockeyed, like, looking at
3: it. Dude, when I used to play, like, uh, NCAA football, like, on PS2 or whatever the fuck it was, I used to love playing with Boise State just because of the field.
1: <laughs> it, it, it was awesome. Um wait, can, up, we, can we wait, talk about
2: up? can we talk about Zach Wilson?
1: He sh- guys Zach like Wilson human cheat code.
2: He looks if insane. If Zach
1: Wilson was on a Power Five team, if he was playing for Ohio State, Clemson, Wisconsin, any team in the Big Five conferences, his name would be so heavily rumored for the Heisman. It's yeah. not funny.
3: And like, he five is pick, probably. so
1: good, and he just doesn't get the respect because he plays for BYU. Frankie,
3: that's who the Pats should draft. It sounds like.
0: Yeah, probably
1: like fourth. Um, Moving on, big game of the Saturday night. Number four, Notre Dame taking on number one, Clemson. Um, Notre Dame wins in overtime, 47-40. Important to note, Clemson was down to like most of their second string players, but most importantly, Trevor Lawrence was not playing due to COVID. He should be back next week. Clemson is now moved up to number two and all their stupid fans are coming out of their holes saying Notre Dame is great and that they're going to make the playoff. You're going to play Clemson in the ACC championship and you're going to get obliterated by Trevor Lawrence (laughs) and knock the fuck out of the playoff. Thank God. A couple other things that game refs really also helped Notre Dame out in the last drive, a little bunch of phantom penalties and the stupid Notre Dame fans rushing the field at the end of the game. Like, could you like, college football is already on a like teetering scale with COVID and you idiots are just rushing the field. If one of you gives your that team, your team COVID, like you could just fuck your own chances up. Good job.
0: This is actually one of the things I wanted to talk about with the Notre Dame fans. One, I I think I had a very quality tweet when I saw that. Um, It literally looked like, Oh shit, they're going to drop like the fucking the Simpsons movie the big glass dome <laughs> on top of South Bend because this is not going to be good. No, like, Clemson better get the fuck out of here because Clemson's already got issues with COVID. Now I don't even feel bad for Notre Dame, which again, I, I was talking about it last week. Like Notre Dame is one of the teams I kind of keep an eye on in college football. Like I like Notre Dame. And he's one of the people from under the rock. <laughs> this, is, this is one of those things where it's like, now you're not only fucking it up for probably your team which at least they're not in the conference where like they really don't play games that matter outside of like the two games a year they play that matter. But now if Clemson's already got their issues now, what are they going to have fucking a whole nother team go on like Dude, COVID if, protocol?
1: If, if any Clemson player gets COVID due to this and I'm Dabo, I'm going to lose my fucking mind on Notre for Dame. sure. Did you see for that? Sure. Notre Dame's apparently mandating like all
3: of their students now to get COVID tests or else they can't register for the spring semester. Jesus.
0: Oh uh, fuck! This oh, yeah, is yeah. this is also part of the problem with like allowing people in stadiums. The, Notre Dame shouldn't allow fans for the rest of the year. No, how, like how you, you
1: lost your privileges not, now. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. They were nice enough, nice enough to let you like come to games, and then you're going to do that in a. In, it's really in a game that doesn't really fucking matter because Clemson's right, like, still going to make the play. That's the
1: thing. Like you're you're do if you beat Trevor Lawrence. Fine, like I still think it's stupid to do it, but like you want to rush the field beating Trevor Lawrence, like great, like Clemson is going to shit down your throats, like in the ACC if, championship, if
0: you even play yeah. them again, if, like if, if you get right. lucky enough to play them again,
1: like they're going to beat the hell out of you, like don't celebrate, don't go crazy, like just don't like they don't like you rushing the field to begin with anyway, right? Um, they hate it for rushing the court uh, in college basketball, but like especially don't do it during COVID. This they're not going to have let fans in college basketball because of this. Like there's going to be too much potential to rush the court. And that would be a problem. Yo, they should make the basketball games be like in a,
3: the hockey rinks. Just put the Mm -hmm. glass around the the whole thing. That'd be funny.
1: All right. Moving on uh, to another contender, Ohio state beats Rucker 49, 27. Um, The spread in this game was 38 and a half. Holy and shit. I forgot who I was listening to. I think it might have been Big Cat, but uh he gave a tip where he was saying bet Ohio State, uh, bet Rutgers, because Shiano and Day are really good friends, and there's a good chance that Ohio State will let off the gas and not <laughs> run up the score. And that exactly happened. Like Rutgers was like at one point it was 35 to 3, and I was sitting there like fuck. Because uh, I was on Rutgers, and I was like, "Fuck," they, like I guess that was wrong. And then Rutgers just was like scoring, and Ohio State was kind of like, "Yeah, whatever." We're like we really don't care. Like go for it, um, Justin That's Fields. Amazing. <laughs> just, Justin Fields looks fantastic. He, there's there's rumors of him potentially beating Trevor Lawrence out for the uh, Heisman based on, like, the fact that Trevor Lawrence is missing a couple games, which allows Justin Fields to catch up. But um, Justin Fields is great. Ohio State's great. I don't know if you guys have anything on this game besides that. I think it, the Big Ten is looking like it's Ohio State's again.
3: No, just, those, And when you have fun little facts like and Chiano being friends, that would be something nice to tell us in our group chat that we have.
1: Got it. I will forward that on next time. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, back to the SEC. Uh, number eight Florida beats number five Georgia. Um, Georgia's QP is not good. He was just—I was watching this game with a buddy of mine, and we were sitting there like Georgia jumps out to a lead, and then we're like, "Yeah, but Georgia's quarterback just—he does not look good." Meanwhile, you have Kyle Trask and Pitts on the other side for Florida, and they were just running up and down the field. It was a really bad injury on this one. It was another like de- a wide receiver had like his. Leg went in a different direction, kind of changed the whole tempo of the game. Um, that was another one. SEC again, Bama was off this week, so it was nice to see these two teams. Georgia losing is big for whether or not who's going to play Bama in the SEC uh championship. So we'll see what happens now. It might be Florida, but uh, not really sure. Have to look at everything, look at the rest of the schedules, but I think again. Big 10 looks like it's Ohio State. SEC looks like it's going to be Bama's again. I think those teams are locked in. So, um, if you guys don't have anything on I'll move on to the next game, which is one of my like pet favorite teams for this year. Okay. Good? All right. Do you get uh, yeah, it? Sorry, you're good. Number six, Cincinnati, came in and beat the shit out of Houston. Cincinnati <laughs> is number six right now. They are not a power five team, but they have the best chance to make the playoff as a non-power five team right now. For those of you at home who don't know, there's five power conferences. Pac-12, Big Ten, ACC, SEC, and Big 12. I know, Big Ten, Big 12, two different ones. It is very hard for a team not in one of those five conferences to make the college football playoff because they just don't play the quality of teams needed and they don't get the same name recognition. Cincinnati in this shortened COVID year – with other teams not playing, with the Big Ten and the Pac-12 playing shortened seasons and all the losses that have occurred, Cincinnati has a very good shot of making it if they can continue to dominate the way they do. Their defense fucks that defense destroys people. It shuts down the best, some of the best offenses. Memphis and Houston have high octane offenses, and Cincinnati has just shut them down the last two weeks. So I'm really rooting for Cincinnati. I would love to see a non Big Five, ten, uh, non Big Five non power five conference team make the playoff this year hopefully they won't get blown out in the college football playoff because that would just give all the power five conferences something
2: yeah Steve. i feel like i i feel like with all the other sports we talk about there doesn't really need to be an asterisk next to the championship in this covid like season but for college football there's got to be an asterisk for whoever wins because of the storm covid season trevor lawrence is out so clemson might get some really bad losses and like, the well, points that you make about Cincinnati, too, like, you're so, going to see some random teams potentially in the cl- in the college football playoff just based solely off of the fact that they've played more games than another team and have gone undefeated longer than another team has gone undefeated.
1: That could happen, Steve, but let me jump ahead really quickly. Like, yeah, right now, if we were to end right now, the four playoff teams would be Bama number one, Notre Dame number two, Ohio State number three, Clemson number four. That's the same as a regular year. Yeah, it's so, pretty much chunk. Um. As much as what you're saying is true, the playoff still looks the same as if it was a normal year, which is the only reason I would disagree. If gets in, if Trevor Lawrence, if the Clemson doesn't make it because Trevor Lawrence doesn't come back from COVID, yes, I think people are going to look at this year and be like, "Yeah, that was a COVID year. Like weird things happen. But as of right now, I think the it's kind of holding fact. Uh, boy, the defender just fell down, and the Jets take a ten point lead.
0: Fuck. Good. I'm um, um, still on commercial break. That's awesome. <laughs> quickly,
1: oh, you uh, behind now. Number thirteen, Indiana beats number twenty-three, Michigan. This is for my boy Doug. Fuck Michigan. Indiana looked great. They look like a new Indiana team. Where there were multiple times Michigan scored and Indiana would have folded in the past. They came out. They beat Michigan again. They're looking to go into the top ten next week. And my boys, Wisconsin, right here, the W. They're going to be uh-huh. back this weekend against Michigan. So hopefully Graham Mertz is back. The highs Mertz, he'll come back and shit
2: down Michigan's throat as well. Um,
1: so that's it for college football. I don't know if you guys wait, have anything on that.
2: Um, wait, I feel can- like I feel like Jim Harbaugh needs to just change it up because his teams, his Michigan teams, have sucked so bad that he just needs to stop wearing khakis and needs to change it to like like black slacks or like freaking jeans or like go the cargo shorts like maybe if he dresses like bill belichick he'll start putting up uh seasons like bill belichick so maybe he (laughs) should go like sweats with the cutoff sweater and the long sleeve under the sweater i think (laughs) his time is running up a little bit at
1: michigan he's he's his leash is getting shorter and shorter
2: yeah
3: i wonder what his move is after this like they were he... saying
1: the Jets, and I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know if he'd want to go back to the NFL, honestly. But I feel I guess like he's he was... not going to go anywhere else in college.
3: Yeah.
2: He, I think he's made for the NFL. I think that's what you were about to say, too, Tony.
3: Yeah. I was going to say, I think he's just like a better NFL coach. Like, yeah. Like yeah. even
2: when Nick Saban left LSU and came to the NFL, and he just wasn't cut out for it, went back to college, and he's probably the greatest college coach ever, save for maybe Bear Bryant. But he probably even tops him as the best college coach ever.
1: Yeah. All right, um switching gears, I just want to we're going to quickly touch on college basketball because that is coming back in now 2 weeks, November 26th, it'll be back and those I've, preseason ranks dropped. I personally am thrilled and cannot wait. Preseason ranks did drop Gonzaga, number 1 team in the country preseason ranking. Um just a couple other teams I want to run through to know hey, Gonzaga's never won, right? The champion? I think they won a couple years ago. didn't they win
0: like two years ago? I thought they won like two years 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 ago.
1: ago. Yeah.
3: Did they find? I feel like Gonzaga is always towards the top, and then I never hear about them winning. But it also might be my lack of giving a fuck as well.
1: So uh, I'm (laughs) pretty sure they won two years ago, but I will check. I I believe you. Yeah, they beat the they beat. No, wait, that's not what I was looking at. Um,
3: why isn't it showing it to me now? I was NCAA championship
2: winners.
1: Sorry, we went off on no,
2: tangent. it looks no, like they've
3: no, never won. See?
1: Wow, look at that! Did they, they,
3: were they yeah, lose?
2: were They were the runner up seventeen. Uh, I thought they won that year for some Which... reason. Look, look at that! I pulled that
1: one out of my back pocket, Tony. Adam, girl. They still oh, remind yeah. me of Adam
3: Morrison. That's really yeah. Amazing. Well, yeah, <laughs> that, that was always
1: the, that was always what I remember them for. Yeah. Uh, a couple <laughs> other teams of note: Nova ranked third, Wisconsin ranked seventh. Duke 9th, Kentucky 10th, Creighton 11th for the Big East, uh, Arizona State 18th. I just bring them up because Bobby Hurley's really turned that team around. Um, so I just want to shout him out. Uh, and I just want to see what everyone who everyone's rooting for this year. Uh, me, St. John's, they're not going to be as good as they were two years ago. They had a chance last year to make it, probably weren't going to. The team lost their best – couple players in lj figaro and mustafa heron this year but um they supposedly are bringing in a couple new guys second year coach have a chance i'm not too optimistic but we'll see um let's go around steven i know you
2: go ahead say your team <laughs> you guys can hate me all you want but i'm going duke and i have so, been for a while so ever so since Steve, ever since i started watching let's run down your teams really
1: quickly new yeah. york yankees Oh yeah. Dallas yeah. Uh, <laughs> Green Bay Packers. Duke? Yep. Dallas Mavericks.
3: Yep.
1: And the Philadelphia Flyers. Yep.
0: I think Steven has brain damage. <laughs> 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 Jesus
1: Christ. All right. Uh Frank, who you got this year?
0: So, I am not only am I not really a big basketball guy. I'm definitely not a big college basketball guy. I'll I'll get into the tournament a little bit when it's around, but I I usually don't have a team. So I decided since it's working so well for, after one week in the English Premier League, let's let's just ride a team. I, I think I'm gonna just every year, just pick a team to ride when the uh, the rankings come out. So I decided let's go with somebody that's in the top five. Let's go with somebody that like might be fun to watch and actually will be enjoyable to watch. So I am picking the Iowa Hawkeyes as my team, maybe forever, maybe for just this year. But right, I yeah, feel then, like, you
1: know, they're, they're kings of heartbreak in the tournament.
0: So perfect. Yeah, that, that's great. They were, I think they're ranked fifth. So yes, I tried to not go too high. Like Gonzaga would have been a little bit easy. Nova would have been a little bit easy. So at least i pick somebody that'll make me fucking mad, even though I don't even like them.
1: So for those of you who don't really follow it too much, that's the beauty of college basketball. Unlike college football, where like the top five teams like are pretty much like stay similar throughout the year in college football college basketball the rankings are consistently changing because teams are just they lose they it's not like you lose one game and you're done college basketball the top teams lose and it makes it a lot more fun um the rankings are always going up and down so it's really nice uh so that is something to look forward to With that said, Tony, who you got? Because I don't have, I see your blank and I know you like to do your little reveal. So who are you rooting for?
3: Oh, my bad. Well, I meant to write it down. So I'm going to pick one, but mention another one. So the one I'm going to mention is Creighton. Yeah, Creighton's not my team, but I do like Creighton. And it's mostly because every year when I do a bracket, they just seem to be that like team hovering around that I'm like, oh, they could possibly like be a little bit of a Cinderella story. So I always end up picking them somewhere. Uh, So I'll say that. Secondly, though, my team's going to be Texas, although my research is telling me they have a lot of guys coming back this year, but also are the most likely to get bumped out of this top 25 real fast. Um, so that just seems like a team that I would root for, given the fact that I'm a Mets, Cowboys, and Locomotive fan. So here we are. <laughs> All
1: right. So we're going to try and keep up with this a little more, you know, as baseball is coming to – baseball's come to an end. We'll have some stuff on uh, the free agency going forward, but – We're going to try and do a little more with college basketball and college football, just because we know that, you know, when the NBA is back and all that basketball and football will rule the winter. So, uh, Frankie, I'll throw it back to you.
0: All right. Well, I'm just going to hand it right off because now that we've got college sports out of the way, we're onto something that I still can't believe we're doing now, especially Joe's grounded. So he's not even here to help. So Tony uh Tony Cohen, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I was I say, miss, get that. I misspoke. Right. Oh my goodness. Tony Cohen, uh, I think you host this part. But let's let's talk a little soccer. Yep. Choo choo!
3: All right, Steve. <laughs> we're gonna get down to, to business here. We're gonna start with the Champions League. And I wanna start right with the good stuff. The Choo Choo trains tied
2: this week, Steve. Tell me about it. The fact that they tied is wild because they played Bayern Munich the week before. And we were shocked by that result. And then they played Atletico Madrid, who isn't, isn't fully on par with Bayern Munich, but probably the tier right below them, and thought they were going to get destroyed. And again, they come up with an insane result. Uh, they're actually looking pretty good in the group, too, because uh, like we went over it last week, the third-place team gets knocked down to the Europa League knockouts. And currently, the Chuchu trains are in third place. Woo. which I'm praying that they stay there and then they play Arsenal in the knockout rounds of the Europa League and we just destroy you guys, but that's a whole nother note. Steve Wait, if, when you guys is that lose,
1: if you lose to the Choo Choos though, you have to like
2: Oh no, we we will definitely if it if it actually happens, which there's it's really tough to say that it would happen at this point, but if it does, there'd be some like ridiculous wager on it oh my god i need to
3: that would be absolutely amazing or
2: maybe based off of the team that you're about to pick for the english premier league we made we might have to do a wager for that one because i just i don't like you right now well everything Uh, i've
3: been touching lately has been gold with my picks so
2: (laughs) oh yeah frankie why don't you change your allegiance to whichever team tony picks no. So, then, no, so then they'll play like shit.
0: Uh, but can I just point out that we have not referred to the choo choo trains by their real name? It's Locomotive for anybody that's Moscow. joining us for the locomotive first time. Locomotive Moscow. Locomotive Moscow. For anybody that has no fucking idea who the choo choo trains are. <laughs> locomotive <laughs> Machka. Choo choo. It's not Machka, it's <laughs> Moscow, you fucking idiot. Yeah, I know,
3: but every time I hear about Russia, I think of RIP Rusev fucking saying,
0: uh, <laughs> Machka. You're an idiot. <laughs>
3: Anyway, wrestling Steve, we making
2: gotta... its two-second uh, appearance in our podcast, but uh, to go down the list in the Champions League, so we're pretty far out from realizing where where the groups are going to finish. So just some results: Majin and Gladbach again with a really good display in the Champions League. They killed Shakhtar. I Which I said one, Shakhtar right? was going to play pretty well uh, about two weeks ago in the Champions League, and I was all high on my. All high and mighty on how they were playing in the last two games, they've got absolutely destroyed. So I admit to feed on that currently. Maybe Who, they can make Steve. a Steve uh what?
0: Who beat them? I'm sorry.
2: Munchin Gladbach.
0: Gazinite.
2: Wait, what's the first part of that name? <laughs> Munchkin.
3: <Yeah>. Munchkin. <laughs>
2: Munchkin.
3: It's 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 German.
2: got Ga- It's like Mongo. The more you it's make like me Monken say it, Gladbach. the more that I'm gonna mess it up. Yo,
3: it sounds like Munchkin
2: from Dunkin' Donuts. Oh my God! All right. So the munch, are we going to do choo-choo trains and munchkins? <laughs>
3: yes. A hundred percent.
2: Moving in that same group, Real Madrid got a really close win versus Inter. But at this point, Real Madrid has got to take anything that, that they can get. They got beat on the weekend uh, in their league. So any, any win they can take in any competition is, is positive until they figure it out in some way. Uh, Liverpool killed Atalanta. I feel like we talk about Atalanta on this podcast all the time. It's mostly because uh, we the just best want part, to call them either again. Well that that too. But either Atalanta is killing a team or getting killed We're by getting killed. team. Sounds so like this the time they got killed. Uh Chelsea killed it again too. I yeah, mean, they baby. some graphic competition. I don't oh, want to give you guys Steve. any credit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you don't even get to be I happy. can't I can't yeah, I'm not even trying to give you any opening either. <laughs> uh the so Barcelona and Juventus, I know that we've seen this uh in this group. It's a race for first between those two. The other two teams in the in the group suck so bad that I don't even want to mention them because they're not going to go anywhere. Our beloved Manchester United has lost to Istanbul. But
1: it c- couldn't be couldn't believe it couldn't be our teams that lose to a team like Istanbul. Yeah, like, oh man. Not great like, for the for the reds. Oh, man. I mean, they, okay. they sort of suck redeemed it,
2: themselves Goose, over the weekend, but suck it, Goose. Yeah. I still Fuck don't you. apologize. Fuck Neither you, Goose. does Joe. <laughs> and then in that same group, which is the surprise, at least to me, is that the possibility that PSG can get third place in this group after losing to Leipzig 2-1. to one. Nope. Granted, they played away from home. And granted, what I said in the beginning of this is that there's a lot of time left. Um these all these groups could change uh, drastically by the time it's all said and done. So they could get first or second, but it's pretty alarming how bad PSG is playing. But I guess we'll just have to see.
0: All right.
3: Good job, Steve, with the champions league. Now let's go to the NIT league, the Europa league. Uh, Uh, Go ahead, Voza.
1: Uh, I was going to take this away from Steve since he took Chelsea away from me. Yeah, Let's hear it. Arsenal, Arsenal, Went down one nothing to Molday or Moldy, however you want to say them. Moldy burritos. Um, and they weren't looking great in the first half, and then they just unleashed hell, winning four to one. in by the end of the game, like they just flipped the switch and fucked up that team. And it it, it, it felt it felt bad for that team. Um, but Steve, now you can continue to talk about the rest. Oh yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs> you
1: only get Yo, to talk Joe about the luck Joe was when- god,
2: and then they didn't put him on the bench on the weekend, so. I wish I could be happy about this Europa League-Arsenal win, but I could give two shits about it after the way that we played this weekend. Uh, other teams that didn't look so good in the Europa League, Milan, they got killed by Lille, and they were yeah. at home too at the San Siro. Yep, wasn't great. Uh, Zlatan
1: didn't look great. No. Uh, T- uh, Theo didn't look – fantastic. It just they looked bad, period. It, it uh, yeah. wasn't nice.
2: Yeah, I agree. But I, I do feel like Lille is – a dark horse in the Europa League. They have a really good team. They bought Jonathan David. This is his first year with them. Uh they have that prospect Kamavinga who oh wait no he's on Ren. Never mind. They don't have him. I thought that he no. was on that team.
1: Um just sorry Steve. Adam Gase is now trying to lose the game. Uh it was fourth and five and the Jets just put twelve men on the field for the field goal to make it a first down. Let's go Adam <laughs> Gase. Great coaching. Great coaching Adam.
2: Oh, God. Uh, Go ahead, Steve. And the Celtic Tottenham won, but I don't like them, so I'm not going to give them any damn credit because they suck. Mm. But they got a nice win, and they're at the top of their group. So maybe we'll meet them in their Europa League, and uh, Tony and I will have to make a wager. Who knows? Is that who you're
0: rooting for?
2: And then for the Power (laughs) 5 League wrap-up. So I'll give this first one to Boza because his team did, in fact – Molly Wap, Sheffield United.
1: All right, now let me preface, preface this by saying Sheffield United is the worst team in the EPL right now, and they're fair in they last have, place, and they have
2: one point. Very
1: fair. They have one point, and they're gonna get relegated. But Chelsea came out. They quickly gave up a goal to go down one nothing. And I was watching this game with a few other Chelsea fans, and we were like getting, we we're like, all right, like this isn't great, but like let's see what happens. And then Timo Werner just like turned it on, and just Chelsea. We were saying Chelsea's fun in when they're up like 2-1 in the end because then they start doing like fun shit where they just start throwing like passes across the field and start taking shots from 30 30 meters outside the box. And they were just – everything was going right for them on Saturday. Again, I'm not going to get too excited because it was Sheffield United, but points matter in the EPL. You don't want to drop any to a team like Sheffield. Yeah. You play
2: who they put in front of you. Correct. And they did look really good. But one of our teams that definitely did not look good was Arsenal. I was uh, I was so on my high horse last week after that Manchester United win. <laughs> and <laughs> this goddamn game brought me back down. <laughs> to hey, who the beat exact, Arsenal? The exact same Aston place Villa. where Arsenal fans have felt. I've probably felt this way as an Arsenal fan – More than I could count my hands in the last two years where they got killed by Aston Villa three nothing we sold our goalkeeper who was playing really well last year for us to Aston Villa and it had that feeling that he was going to come back to our to this game and just make a thousand saves but we didn't test him at all I think he made like one save in the entire game. See, it's not like
1: Aston Villa is a bad team. Like, no, they're, they're not. They're like, they sixth beat the right shit now. out of
2: Liverpool. Yeah, uh, seven two, and they're they're a great team. Like, they, I think they have right now. They have five wins out of seven games.
1: Yeah, they're five and two right now. Five zero. Like, they're they're team
2: a, team. a tough team, but I mean, <sighs> Arsenal is just such an unbalanced team. Like, you come out and show so much creativity against Manchester United. And then you play Aston Villa at home, and you play an uber defensive lineup with your up top players being Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, who they basically made hug the line and didn't let him cut inward at all. Uh, Alex Lacazette, who I love him, but like he's washed. He needs to get out of he needs to get out of the starting lineup at least. But we should try and sell him in the summer. And then William, I, I, thought, I thought he was going to be a good signing. Maybe he needs more yeah. time to – because we're just a different team than Chelsea. But I, he looks so lackluster. Like if we played – it's just simply playing Aubameyang through the middle and then playing like Pepe on the right, which I, Arteta calls for consistency with Pepe all the fucking time. And then he never plays him or brings him on for these like 30 to 20 to 30 minute cameos at the end of the game. And then says that he's not consistent enough, but he's not really getting any minutes. Just is fucking mind boggling. So we need to figure our shit out or else it's just going to be me not really yelling, but being more passive aggressive because I'm still in the I'm still in the phase of denial where I think it's going to be fine. And if they play like this for about two to three more games, the exact same way, I'm just going to start yelling on this podcast during this segment for a good five to 10 minutes about how frustrated I am as an Arsenal fan. You can they just better sound like start, me most of the time.
0: I was going to say they better start playing good. Cause I don't think I could deal with that. Deal. <laughs>
2: Why don't you go call them up and tell them to go play well. And then I guess to move on to the other side yeah, of my, my rest. high horse last week, Manchester United. I even bet. I even bet against them on the podcast against Everton and they came back. They won three, one, they played well. I, I mean, I don't know. Everton's obviously going going down, uh, not relegation-wise, but just uh, like form. And Manchester United just, I guess they showed up. I don't know. I guess we'll see what they do from week to week. Manchester City and Liverpool tied. I wish that this was a better game. I feel like because of all of the games that teams play uh, throughout the season, you could see that by like this 50th or 60th minute, those teams were just exhausted. Like they were barely moving around. There wasn't really a lot of excitement. Uh, Moving over to Serie A. So there was actually a bunch of big games this week. So AC Milan tied with Verona, but then you move to uh, Bayern and Borussia Dortmund in Germany. Bayern beat Borussia Dortmund three to two, but they lost Joshua Kimmich to an injury. So hopefully he gets better. Uh, we had Valencia beat the absolute shit out of Real Madrid four to one. I don't know what Real Madrid's doing at this point. I think Zinedine Zidane needs to like watch his back. Because wait, who? Point. Zinedine Zidane.
3: Yeah. Wait a minute. Isn't he, he, does, do he is the dude that headbutt the Italian? Yeah. Wait, what does he do? coach. No, he's yeah, he not. He
2: coaches Real Madrid. That's the funniest shit I've ever heard. Holy fuck. Well, he coached he – coached, so he coached Real Madrid – for like three or four years won three Champions League titles for them. What? So that's the first thing that we spoke about in this segment, Tony. So he won three of those. Then he <coughs> left. Somebody else came in. Yeah. They got fired because they were playing like shit for the first two months of the league. Uh The two months of the league season. And then Zidane just came back. And everybody thought that it was this temporary thing because he wanted to take a break, but he's just been there ever since.
3: That's freaking nuts. And for everybody listening,
2: when I say how much I don't watch soccer, that's the last game that I watched. <laughs> for all of our listeners, that game was in 2006. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, shit.
2: And for the last one of the week, we got Barcelona. So they they beat the crap out of Real Betis. Um, right now, uh, La Liga, the Spanish League, is looking really, I guess – Not how it usually is because Barcelona is nowhere near the top. Real Madrid's in fourth. And Real Sociedad is currently in first. So maybe we get a shocker there like we had Leicester City in the 15 16 season. Leicester. Leicester.
0: And last
2: but not least, and I want to intro this because he's about to reveal his team. And I was about to give him advice on who he should root for. And when he gave me the team that he was initially going with, I gave him the dirtiest look on our Zoom podcast (laughs) video that you could possibly give somebody. And I think everything that he said, I tried to go against it because of this pick. So I'll let Tony reveal his uh, English Premier League team. So I will also
3: preface this by saying that you all made me pick a second soccer team after I already picked the choo-choo train. Because they play. I don't care. Still had to pick two now. So what I did today, like any rational person would do, is take a couple quizzes, see what team I should put my allegiances on. And I got down to two that I had to pick between, one of which was the Wolves, who were like this young, up-and-coming team. And the other one was Tottenham, which is
1: the one that I picked.
3: Now, Steven has brought to my attention that that is Arsenal's arch rival. So Correct. This could not have gone any better, but I actually didn't realize that when I made the pick. And, Stephen, you're going to hate the reason why I actually picked Tottenham. I started just, like, doing some research after I took my quizzes or whatever, and I read an article from the great John Cena that said – it reminded – this talking about, like, the stadium. It says, it reminded me of an old baseball
2: stadium, and that's
3: all I needed to know.
2: (laughs) oh it's perfect (laughs) the best part is i was texting tony throughout this podcast about his pick and he didn't know that the arsenal was their arch rival but also (laughs) i had talked to frankie when frankie picked west ham i said probably like five or six times i swear to god if you pick tottenham i will kill you and tony did not listen to any of our soccer stuff that we spoke about so he chose yeah. Tottenham without knowing that I hate them so much and that's Literally, the fact that they're
0: the, hard Ra- hard rival. Oh. the reason I did not pick Tottenham was because I figured it was way too easy to just pick Steven's rival so I was like all right I'll, I'll pick somebody else because one they were good and two they were Steven's rival so I was like let me pick a middle of the pack team so at least like if I don't give a shit I it doesn't matter I so did- you you need to pay attention now I definitely need to pay Yeah, they
2: attention. play in everything.
3: But I did see that Tottenham also, like, doesn't – like, they're in second right now, but apparently they just don't ever, like, win. They're just always, like, a pretty good team that hovers, I think.
2: They win nothing. Yeah. They don't so win that, anything ever.
3: That sounds like all of my teams. So, it's yeah. actually yeah. quite
2: fitting. True. Um, Tony, also, you just, know you're – No, you got it, Boza.
1: I would say just to, like, keep you, like – what we've done to Steve in the past. We mm-hmm. made Steve wear an extra small Chelsea jersey <laughs> to <laughs> an NYC game. And it was one of the funnier things
0: oh, I've ever man. seen. This so, is, Stephen, wore his, Stephen just wore his regular size. I <laughs> that idiotic ass
2: bet, bet <laughs> that Arsenal would beat Chelsea. And then, wasn't that the Europa League final when Chelsea just – destroyed arsenal four to one i didn't even leave it to chance i think they scored like two goals in the first 15 minutes and that was that was it i remember being at work that day and i like booked time to watch it and i told people don't don't book anything for work i'm watching this game and it was a massive waste of time i just had to go back to my desk and i'm like all right well i guess i'll go back to work because i'm super (laughs) miserable now (laughs) But yeah, Tony, now you have to get an extra small Tottenham jersey. Like you shouldn't even get one for yourself. You should just get an extra small one. In the chance that we do make a wager, then I have to wear that jersey.
3: So is it more likely that Tottenham plays Arsenal soon or the Choo Choo Trains play Arsenal soon?
2: No, Tottenham, oh, no. because they're in the same league. That's why, that's why we clamored for you to pick a second team. Oh, okay, good. So somebody remind me when Tony
0: did you pay attention at all? Like no, I know he you,
2: really did not. Man.
0: You literally don't listen at all when we talk about this shit.
3: The saddest no. part was was I hosting at this point too? Yes. Yeah, last yeah. year.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what I'm I did a great job hosting too. Jesus Christ! He doesn't take his headphones off anymore when he does soccer. When he does soccer, he says what he has to say and then just mutes his like mutes the sound <laughs> on his computer so he doesn't have to listen. And then turns it back on when we go to the other stuff.
3: Yeah, or I think, if I hear things like Zenadine Zidane and I'm like, holy shit, I know about him.
0: That's I think the, you gotta the headbutt guy. You gotta watch when like after Tony finishes talking, I'm gonna start paying attention. Cause I think he blinks, and when he blinks, his brain shuts off. <laughs> unless unless keywords come through his headphones and then he reboots and he's like, wait, I know that.
3: <laughs> oh God. But anyway, that's talking soccer this week.
2: I do, been... I do want to add very quickly that Tottenham plays Arsenal next on December 5th. It's a Saturday. Oh, Ooh, let's see go. you on
0: the fifth.
1: I think it was Wisconsin and Indiana play that day too. Go ahead. Big, sorry.
0: Day. big day for our new sports that we have to talk about. Big,
3: big day for sports. Tony didn't care about until about All a right. week ago.
0: All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> back to Frank. Let's not, let's not pretend like we really care about soccer. Let's go one minute drills. Insert sound effect here. Buz, 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 buz. Oh, Cam Newton just overthrew a touchdown! You fucking asshole! This game, I'm gonna Do throw not
2: my cut fo- that out.
0: I'm gonna throw my phone at a fucking wall. This game is, this game is Giants Washington bad. Uh, but, all right. Like I was saying, one minute drills, guys. And let's start it off with, look who's back from being grounded. Joe Diegues, why don't you you start us off? Hey, hey everybody, this is Dudu Diegues and I'm here to give my one minute drill.
3: So yesterday was Sunday, November 8th and I just moved into my new home. So I gotta make this quick. NYCFC has won four to three. They beat the Chicago Town Fire. They were up 3-1 at one point. Uh, Goals were in two minutes, but scored late in the game to win it. I don't like high scoring games though. I like the low scoring defensive battles, but I'll take a win when
0: they come along. (laughs) Last but not least, I wanna talk about those New York football giants. They're gonna win the division. Tony, I told you from day one, they are the best team in this division. That's my one minute drill. Let me go finish the pantry. Oh, no, Joe. Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. Oh, no, he got grounded again. Joe, no. You I guys only want
2: get... that version of Joe forever.
1: You guys are going to get him into legitimate
2: trouble. Oh, yeah. Does Pi only
3: listen when Joe's on the pod? Uh, yeah. Joe no, better hope, hope
0: so. The so. <laughs> best part is we really could cut all this shit out, but not a fucking chance. No, no way. No way. I got to say, I, I'm really
3: glad Joe couldn't make it because I miss when like somebody was out each week in the beginning and I got to sound like
0: an idiot. Oh God. I kind of miss when it you was, did do that. It was fun for a little while. Oh, good time. All right, who's next? Um, do you guys mind if I jump in next? Because I usually go last, but yeah. go mine's going to be quick. Yeah. Okay, so my first game as a West Ham United fan went pretty good. They won 1-0, and I ju- it just goes to show – that everything I say about fucking soccer is right. Because literally nothing happened in this game worth note until stoppage time at the end of the game when Tomas Suchek scored in like the first minute of, minute of stoppage time, put us up one nothing, and then like eight minutes into the four minutes of stoppage time, which makes no sense to me. I don't get it. I don't know why it happens. Soccer's stupid. But I'm a West Ham fan now. Uh, my boy Lucas Fabianski had a great save on a penalty kick that I think the guy fucked up what he was trying to do, but he saved it, so we won one nothing. So let's go, baby. I'm only a point behind Arsenal.
1: Boo, fantastic,
2: Frank. I do, I, I will give you credit on your pronouncing of uh Suchek's name.
0: I made sure I watched the video. Are
2: we really gonna uh, let? I
0: did not. I couldn't watch the game. I was actually gonna try to watch the game, and I'm so glad I didn't because the fact that they scored in the first minute of (laughs) fucking stoppage, I would have fucking screamed, and we would (laughs) have never had. I would never watch another soccer game again. But I did make sure I watched a video. I couldn't watch it, so I made sure I watched the video to see what happened. It was a 13 minute video, and nothing happened for the first nine minutes. Are we
1: really going to let Steve talk about this shit, by the way?
0: Oh, what a fucking douche. Steven, (laughs) Steven, (laughs) Steven, (laughs) you better, like, you're... Hey, hey, this is technically sports. On the rundown, guys, on the rundown, your A better be, like, the thing that you say last to wrap it up. It better be, like, a sentence when you have, like, eight seconds left.
2: Fine. Oh, so you want me to talk about B more,
0: then? I want you to talk about C actually, because that was almost my one minute joke when I couldn't think ah. of anything. I
3: well, think I, this conversation should have been the one minute. Yeah. One. Right. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Steve.
0: We're, we're so, telling time. We're making, trying yeah, to see right. if uh, Judy Diegas is going to come back.
2: So we'll, we'll get to it a little bit more on Monday when, when the winners decided and we can kind of react to it. But this week is master's week. Yeah. Really weird, really weird to have it at this time of the year, but I don't know if anybody's seen any of the pictures uh the master's course in the fall looks gorgeous the the trees and the leaves uh, like my cousin vinny reference uh i'm really excited i think bryson dechambeau is just going to beat the shit out of the ball and beat the shit out of everybody uh moving on to aaron Rodgers. so i know we talked a little about a little bit about the mvp race in the first game that we covered with josh allen and russell wilson but i think Aaron Rodgers was down and out last week. I think that he's right back up to first, if not very close second in the MVP race after what he did to the 49ers defense that has been pretty, uh, pretty good up, up, until, up until he pretty much carved him up. And then the last thing that I'll part with, it's a sport, gaming. Uh, this week is big gaming week. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla comes out tonight and Call of Duty Cold War comes out on Friday. So I would like to say goodbye, world.
1: I'm excited for for Assassin's Creed too. Like I'll be downloading that tomorrow.
2: But like, yeah, I just didn't download it tomorrow. It I have podcast. it downloaded already. Oh, you have not downloaded
0: when, already. I, I'm I'm sorry. When did Assassin's Creed become like a fucking eSport?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not more called. Yeah, yeah. But. Thanks.
0: Shut it, nerd. I'm layering it in. All right. Whatever. One of the Tonys. You go next.
1: All right. Uh, so. I'm going to do a little baseball because you can't do a podcast without some baseball. DJ LeMahieu is not a Yankee yet and I'm (laughs) not happy about it. Uh, He's supposed to reject the qualifying offer tomorrow, I believe. And he needs to be a Yankee 10 minutes later. The fact that the New York post is coming out with an article saying that the Red Sox and the Mets are in on DJ LeMahieu. Those are the two worst case scenarios uh that he goes to like I will kill someone if he ends up on the Mets or the Red Sox so that man yank Brian Cashman pulled the damn checkbook already um Alex Cora we'll talk about this more next week but fuck Alex Cora he's back to the Red Sox (laughs) as the coach the Red Sox did the ultimate news dump last Friday when they were like doing the election stuff and the Red Sox just snuck in like oh hey by the way we re-signed Alex Cora as our coach thanks all right K. bye And uh, (laughs) fuck the Red Sox And fuck fuck Alex Cora
0: Very good Speaking of baseball, Tony Cohen I think you're one of many drills on baseball too, huh?
3: Yeah, it's going to be about baseball Because I didn't even realize When these events happened So I want to start off, Steve Cohen's uh, Mets purchase closed this past week And he immediately fired Brody Van Wagenen and the rest of those bums So he's already off to a Good uh, first step Uh, The one thing I will add, kind of bouncing off of what Voza said, take everything you read about baseball from here on out with a grain of salt, because I literally love baseball and all I do all day is look up different articles and the amount of flip-flopping you see between like, oh, the Mets are favorites for DJ. And then like five minutes later, it's like, Mets not interested in DJ at all, like, or they kill me. So I'll be one of the people jumping back and forth. But um, then last but not least is, With Alex Cora getting a job and A.J. Hinch getting a job already, Carlos Beltran needs to be with an MLB team. I don't care if he's a manager or a bench coach or something. So I'm actually kind of hoping that the Mets find, like, somewhere to shove him because he really does deserve to be with an MLB team. If he's the guy that ends up taking the fall for all this bullshit, uh, MLB has a real problem on their hands.
1: Full agree.
0: Uh, I wanted to make this joke, but I was not going to interrupt your one-minute drill. Mm -hmm. Omar Minaya... More like Omar Sayanara, am I right?
1: Sad too. He's like for, the only
0: o o one for that I like.
1: Over two tonight, Frankie. No, I
3: Frankie had a good is one. Back I had to his a good one I'm like one for three. I'm
0: hitting three hundred.
3: <laughs> Although Omar feels about Fred Wilpon the way I feel about Cohen, he said he's like a father figure. Yeah,
1: you saw that, like. Yeah, a little weird.
0: Oh, that's man. just
1: that's because Fred Wilpon hired him twice. The son, someone. I think it was KFC tweeted like the son that Fred really wanted.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's another thing that I was going to make a joke about, and now I can't remember it, so... no, just cut it
2: off, cut it off, save it for next week.
0: We'll save it for next week. Uh, All right, so that'll do it for the one-minute drills. Let's move on to... The Wizard of Oz.
2: Good
1: morning, evening, afternoon to all of my fellow degenerates. Hopefully your weekend's was a little better than Tony's apparently was. Uh, but let's get into the recap. Joe Diegas continues to be the coldest at giving us our picks. One in five this week with Lazio, Nice, PSV, Seahawks, and Newcastle all losing horrendously. Um, He did get Granada as a win, so he's been hot with Granada. I'll give him that. Uh, I really want to, like,
3: Frank, you're going to have to cut this out. I want to call out Joe so bad right now and just be like, this is why you stopped betting, dude. You are not good at this. Wait, did
0: he did he put in that note? Or I, think one he of you? Put, I think this piece of shit oh, put so in that Oh, so he note. showed up enough to –
1: So Joe came in, ladies and gentlemen, put in a note that says it's technically 0-3 because one of them was a parlay.
0: That's Don't worse. Care, That's a zero winning percentage. <laughs> Don't care.
1: Tony continues to be our hottest gambler on the show, going 2-1. He is riding the Dolphins all the way to Moneyville. Uh, Ravens yeah. also help him win. Lions, unfortunately, got blown out by the Vikings. So, but two and one, Tony, not bad. Uh, Frankie, one and zero with the Raiders, continuing to win. Frankie's just going to keep taking those underdog lines until they put some respect on the best five and three teams' name.
0: Oh, and Steve, two, and except they're not underdogs this week shit. Oh.
1: True. Uh, Steve went zero and one with Everton. He was riding his Manchester United hate. They got beat three to one. Sorry about that, Steve. Uh, special guest of the week, Tommy, gave us one and one BYU over Boise State. So he was all over that. Um, and then Arizona State, USC, hang on right now, guys. The Patriots score. Touchdown tie game, boys. Oh, no. They marked him out at the three. Fuck. That.
0: Uh-huh.
1: All right. Uh, Tommy his second pick. Arizona, USC lost. They needed over 58 and USC must have missed like six field goals total to uh, uh, hit the over for Tommy. So that sucked. Um, Wizard of Oz went one and one Packers was a good win Saints got absolutely mollywopped by the Bucks, So that was a I mean the Bucks got mollywopped by the Saints Excuse me That was a loss My bad beat of the week is for the Jaguars uh, For the Houston bettors uh, My friend keeps warning me not to bet on Romeo Cornell And I think I'm finally going to listen Because the Jaguar. He, they just let the Jaguars come down and score a touchdown In the end to cover 6.5 uh, Fuck the stupid Houston Texans And fuck the Jaguars Um Moving on, uh, my special guest pick of this week, also from Tommy, I was going to give him another chance since he went 1-1. One and one. He's got BC Notre Dame over
0: 51.5.
1: So again, BC Notre Dame over 51.5. So with that, let's go into picks for this week. Frankie, what do you got?
0: So my last two weeks, my Raiders bets both hit. They were underdogs both times, so this is a little bit of a change in directions, but I've got the Raiders minus 4.5. They're at the Broncos or the versus the Broncos. I forget. Uh, But I'm just riding the hot hand, whatever the Raiders are, they're four and a half point favorites. Uh, I believe they're in Vegas. So I might've fucked up what I typed, Um, but Raiders minus four and a half. Uh, Yeah. They're in Vegas. Yeah. So they're favorites this week, but I think the Raiders are legit and I think the Broncos suck. So go for it.
1: Thank you, Frankie. Steve, what do you got?
2: I'm going to stick with my squad this week. I'm going to go with the Packers. They're playing a JV team, so I'm going to go with their minus 14 against the JV Jaguars.
1: Uh, is that in Green Bay or is that down in Duval? It's in Green Bay. All right. Thank you, Steve. Tony, what do you got this week, Mr. Hot Gambler? All right. Let's 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 try to stay hot
3: here. I got to say, though, I do not like the slate of games next week in general, but I'm going to go with the Seahawks plus one and a half at Rams, I think this is an overreaction where everybody's just going to jump off the Seahawks man wagon. I also, by the way, when I say one and a half, that's what it is now. I never stay at the half, always buy down. So get yourself to the one <laughs>
1: um, Titans. Wait, 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 If you're the Seahawks and it's one and plus and a half, two, plus two, sorry. Say, yeah. Yeah. Five, plus two, two for them.
3: I started looking at my next pick. Um, yeah. So go to two there. Uh, Titans minus one and a half against the Colts. I'm still refuse to believe in the Colts. I think the Titans are a better team. So I'm gonna go with them, plus they're at home. And then this one I keep flip-flopping back and forth, but I'm gonna go with the Dolphins because they keep winning me money and their record against the spread this year is pretty ridiculous, I think. So we're gonna go minus one and a half by to minus one versus the Chargers.
1: Okay. Thank you, Tony. Uh Wizard of Oz this week. I've got Buffalo plus two against the Cards. I'm picking against my Cardinals. I just don't trust that defense right now. And I don't know if Kyler's gonna be able to, you know buffalo's defense is much better than miami so uh buffalo plus two they're in arizona but that didn't really matter much for miami uh i'm with i'm with frankie on this vegas minus four and a half against the broncos broncos are you know they're a serviceable team but vegas is a much better team this this should be closer to seven i think and then my last pick i've got baltimore minus seven in new england it's just the the patriots are struggling with the jets right now like the the Ravens need to be 10 point favorites at this point. Uh, So give me the Ravens minus seven. Those are my picks of the week. Good luck to everybody. Please gamble responsibly. And with that, Frankie,
0: back to you. Uh, That'll do it for this week. Um, Real quick, like I always do, I'm just going to plug my other podcast. I do a movie podcast. We took the week off last week, but we are back. There should be an episode in your queue if you're subscribed. Uh, That's feature presentation. We talk about movies. Me and my other two buddies. It's fun. It's also, uh, it's the something. Podcast. Love. Thank it. you. Yeah, a little support from the boys. Um, but you that's... mean you
3: have friends outside
0: of the three of us? Yeah, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> two for two, baby. Um... <laughs> God. What else? Uh... You can follow us at 914sports on Twitter and Instagram. It's spelled different. It's in the description. You guys should know this by now. Um, Touchdown Cam. That's pretty much it for us. The fucking Patriots suck. The Jets suck. And This was was another Monday night. This was a primetime game that's actually close because it's 27-27. Not on my screen, but it's going to be 27-27. And there's no drama to it. Just both teams suck. Who gives a fuck? It's going to go into overtime. Maybe they'll tie. And that way, that'll at least be fun. Um,
3: I was going to say on a non-sports note, RIP Alex Trebek. He passed away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: RIP Alex Trebek.
2: I forgot about
0: that. Um, yeah, so that'll that'll do it for this week. Uh, I'm Frankie. For Tony, Tony, Steven, and our... Grounded comrade, Dudu Diegas. See you later. We'll see you guys next week.
3: Later, boys. Later, guys. Adios.